0: For only 33rd in Emerald. With the same old fantasy football talk. Well degenerates
1: with Pokemon needs to be the champion. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna lose? Who's this fan? No! Find out from this week on the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mack on the mic. And my two comrades, Dave Steuben. Randy Hanson via Zoom. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh episode nine of the lounge, season eight. It's pretty good numbers. I
2: think it's actually episode ten. But uh I love to see you back, Trotta. Good to see it. good to see you back, you know. Yeah, Trotta, you
0: missed last week, so you think it's episode nine, it's actually episode ten. Uh so <laughs> good good to see you back in and in the uh, captain
1: chair here today because last week was uh low rough. Well here's the thing oh, that, it, yeah, is
2: it also crazy? Like, of course, Mike's like really adamant about running the pod back after getting his first dub of the season. Good to see you in the wind column, kid. Of course, bunch of enthusiastic, uh, you know, uh,
0: remarks ready to go today. So good, good to see. You. Let's let's get into it, though.
1: I just want, I, to I just, <laughs> I just want it on the record, though. It was not because I didn't want to do the lounge last week. I was just very busy and I couldn't do it on that Wednesday. So I just want that for the record.
0: No, you said you were tired, but anyways. All right, duly noted. Duly noted.
1: All right, now w- w- we're gonna start this week with a little NFL news. A lot going on. I want to kick things off with the coaching change. Matt Rule fired, with maybe like maybe the most r- ridiculous contract ever given to a uh, an inexperienced head coach. Seven year deal, and they got to pay four more years of that. But he was got awful in Carolina.
0: I think they still owe him like forty mils, though, right? Yeah, next two years, I think he makes like eight hundred thousand dollars a week or some or a month. So, not not too bad of a gig to be
2: fired and make that much. Um also like I know they fired not only Matt Rule, they fired the special teams coach and the defensive coordinator. Who is going to coach that team? I, I don't know.
1: I want to say the it was something like the like an offensive like skilled coach was going to be. I got to look into it, but it's someone that like wasn't like the offensive coordinator, it's somebody else that's going to be that coach.
2: And and then going off that, I mean just a dumpster fired down in uh, Carolina with the Panthers. And now they're fielding calls about uh, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, like free these guys, get these guys on good teams.
0: Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you feel about that, Randy? Cause you, you own one of those guys, DJ uh, Moore. And reports are saying that it's not going to be Sam Darnold as the starting quarterback. It's actually going to be PJ Walker, uh, who has, I think, a, a two touchdowns and eight interceptions on his career. So Uh, That might be even worse than Baker Mayfield.
2: Interesting stat, too. Um, Since QBR became a thing, I think in like 2007, I believe it was, the second worst QBR all-time only behind um, Jamarcus Russell is now Baker Mayfield this season.
1: Uh, for the record, oh,
2: any, so pretty much anything's better than Baker's. So uh, I don't care who you throw out there; it couldn't be any worse.
1: The lounge was on that. Um, <laughs> before the record, New Carolina coach Steve Wilkes was the passing defensive passing game coordinator. So kind of a weird job, but he gets the head coach Sound, gig.
2: Sounds made up, but anyways. Um, a couple- I, I'm interested. I'm interested to see. Like I know Buffalo called about CMC. That would be something crazy that they finally get a good uh, running back there.
1: It's not going to happen. I know. But I
2: I know that DJ Moore has been floated with the Ravens, the Packers, and then the Giants. I don't know why the Giants. Like, they have all the money in the world to give another wide receiver some cash. But it would be really cool to see him on either one of those other teams. I also heard uh, the hometown Bears might be interested, but I don't know if they have a cap room this year. Yeah, can uh, he can he
1: well. block like we said in the group chat? Can he block? Speaking of uh, uh speaking of blocking or pushing or shoving, Devontae Adams making noise, pushing down a cameraman after a tough Monday night loss to the Chiefs. Um they're on a bye this week. Suspension, no suspension. What's gonna happen?
2: I think I think jail. Put him in jail. Um, or they should, you know what they should be? Uh, take away all his fancy points. So I went against Seamble last week. That would be fantastic. But then I did see a different video, a different clip that the guy, like he didn't even see him and he just kind of got in his way kind of deal. So it, a different view of the actual camera, what took place, doesn't look bad at all. But he also filed a police report, which I would i would be down on crutches for the rest of my life. I'm trying to get my college loans paid off. You know, he did leave the
0: Midwest. You could have gave him the old, oops. Uh, as, he, as he accidentally walked into him. But he, he did a full extension push. Uh, he's probably going to be suspended. And uh, just not a professional move from a guy that you just don't see that from. I think he's just frustrated not being in, in Green Bay. Uh, the Raiders are, what, 1-4 now? They lost because their coach wanted to go for an extra point. Uh, I'm sorry, a two-point conversion instead of the extra point to tie it up. Uh, so a lot of frustration coming from Devontae Adams. Even though he had a great game, uh, that Raiders team is looking terrible.
2: So five, five weeks with Carr, you're just like, you've never seen this from Devontae, too. So five weeks of Carr will do it for you? That's the bowling point?
0: I guess so. It was enough for me. I dropped him last week.
1: <laughs> the last thing we'll talk about, and we have to talk about it because I was shocked by the roughing the Passer call that they called on the, the Falcons to Tom Brady. Um, what's going on? What is going on in this league?
2: That that Brady call was bad, but that um roughing the passer when he was when Carr was literally stripped, I think by by Jones. Yep, was one of the, like I don't know what else as a player you could do. Like that was one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. I mean the guy's I think like six five,
0: three hundred and forty pounds. What do you do? You want him to float when he's in midair? He actually put his left hand down while stripping the ball to not put all of his weight on him. Uh, he actually was, I think, quoted in an interview today saying that it should be like the pass interference calls where they can go back and uh, take a second look at them. I think that's the next step in the NFL. They're going to have to go back and review these roughing the passing calls because those are pivotal pivotal points in the game, and they're, they're basically ruining drives, changing momentum, uh, all off clean plays. Uh, neither of those were malicious, so I think they need to review that or suspend these refs, too, or – have them go into training again because that stuff is is getting out of hand with these refs in the NFL.
2: I I also think the NFL is kind of like going back, when we were talking about this Sunday and all the boys were all together watching, um, I think this has been like one of the most violent, like beginnings of a season, like where the guys are taking like crazy hits where they're like completely knocked out like fighters on their feet. Like can't stand, like stumbling around. And it's just like bad optics for the NFL with all the CTE stuff. That I think that's got a lot to do with some of these calls.
0: Uh, I agree. They were also talking about that with the Tua situation that they're trying to protect protect the quarterbacks more, but that's at like the expense of uh, teams that had nothing to, nothing to do with that, you know.
2: Like so. Teddy, Bridge, Teddy Bridgewater getting pulled, at, and I didn't think he was hurt. I mean, well, he didn't. He didn't it, I didn't see it where they saw that he was like slow to get up, and they pulled him.
0: That's
1: a, I mean, it's the Dolphins, so they have to be extra cautious. But Yeah, what you're going uh, to yeah, see now is almost anybody that even comes close to getting a shot in the head, like pretty much that they're going to be out at least a quarter, probably like a half, and then they're probably going to be out for the game. Because the Teddy Bridgewater hit, I mean, he like jogged off to the locker room and he didn't come back. So yeah. I, they're going to be extra cautious, and they're going to take every precaution to make sure that these guys aren't uh, concussed. But – We'll see. We'll see what happens moving forward. Speaking of moving forward.
2: Yep. I just I just want to say to our our guy uh, Troy Aikman with the hot take. He's like, no, true. What do you say? The refs got to stop wearing dresses
0: or something. No, something about NFL players need to take the skirts off or something, or, or the dresses off, and people are blowing it out of proportion. It's an old time you know uh, saying that we all know he didn't mean what he what everyone thinks he meant. It's just saying that it's soft. Yeah, and it is what it is.
1: Yeah, today's culture. What can you say? Now, <clears throat> yeah. speaking like I was had a great segue, and then Randy interrupted it. Um, of course. Week five. Now we just week five in the books, right? You have enough sample size, so we're gonna play a game called DTK, droppable, tradable, keepable. And so we're gonna go through guys in our league that have underperformed for the most part, and we're going to kind of give our opinion if they should be dropped, if they should be traded, or if there's potential there you want to keep, hold on. You know, you you maybe faced the rocky waters, and now you're going to get some smooth sailing with these guys, so you want to keep them. So we're going to do this game. Randy, do you understand how to play?
2: Yes sir, I understand. Thank you for
1: asking. Okay, just wondering cuz sometimes you have a little trouble with this type of stuff. Now, <laughs> the the first person we're going to talk about Russell Wilson right now, QB 16, five total touchdowns in five games, career low 59% completion percentage. Randy, droppable, tradable, keepable.
2: Uh Russell Wilson, I think I drop him. Honestly, because my thing is, after the Thursday night game, if he comes out and throws, like, two TDs or has a pretty productive game, do you think he, they even bring up the situation with the shoulder? Or is this, like, a cop-out for him being absolutely asinine and terrible to start the season?
1: Yeah, he's been bad. Dave, uh, thoughts on, we should you know, I have him. Should I keep him, drop him, trade him?
0: So, QB 16, I mean, puts him in QB 2 range, so he should be keepable but with the shoulder injury and what he's shown so far this year i think he's safe to drop i know it's crazy to say that cuz he's such a big name but i mean we've all seen it you've definitely seen it watching him uh, as your starting quarterback and i think he's actually droppable um right now
1: i mean i, I put think. i put keepable but i'm on the fence he's supposed to play on sunday he's supposed to play sunday night so I'm going to give him one more week before I drop him. I'm not going to start him, but I'm going to keep him. My thing is, he has no value. In, in our league, you can't trade quarterbacks, really. And no. so if I drop him, I mean, I guess I could pick up, uh, like, Lawrence or Wentz, who I think are... Yeah,
2: Lawrence has had back-to-back terrible weeks, too. Yeah. Another thing about um, Ross, too, was if you have KJ Ham Was it KJ Hamler?
0: Yeah. Yeah, wide open.
2: Yeah, wide open. Not on that, but to show him up post-game, like... This this nobody oh you're what it's like show me he's losing the locker room you know what I mean like that's gotta get nipped in the butt if you're a head coach if you're anything
0: um, well you're also a professional athlete and I'm sure you're frustrated with how this team's playing and your quarterback play so
2: yeah so but I mean like you're also like a wide receiver three on that team like
1: chill out dude mm-hmm. yeah, still starter all right so a uh, couple uh drop keep bull let's move on to running back position cam Akers, who randy owns averaging three yards per rush on do he only has five targets through five games uh played in 111 snaps out of 316 so less than a third of the snaps he's on the field for to me he's drop dave what should we advise randy to do here
0: so, uh, I mean, I still think you. It's only week five. I know the numbers are terrible, but I think you have to keep him right now. I don't know. Can we put stashable? Uh, just put him on your bench. Keepable. Uh, I don't think I'm ready to drop him
2: yet, but it's it's pretty close uh, right now.
1: Rams worst rush offense in the NFL.
2: Yeah, I mean that goes a lot with Stafford, and we know how he doesn't like any African American players. So. um yeah, uh he's just he's just been they've just been they had the super hangover. They've been terrible. Absolutely terrible. And they just picked up Malcolm Brown again, too. It's just like you just hate to see. Like I think I think his he's almost like out of league ish like Cam Makers if he doesn't get this going.
0: Mike, your your boy uh Van Van Jefferson's coming
1: back. Here Honestly, that league. could be actually a good thing for that offense because he like takes the top off that offense. So I mean, they hit they hit uh Tutu Atwell for a big play. So I, Van, I know you might think I'm crazy, but Van Jefferson could be could be someone that you want in your league. Yeah. Anyway, now,
2: that's the key. He, uh, I'm just saying
1: um,
0: he is one of the better guys against man coverage, which Allen Robinson right now is one of the worst against getting separation uh, versus man coverage. So that probably could help uh, tremendously in that offense. Other than Cup, because Cup and Higby are the only two. Viable mm-hmm. options on that team right now.
1: We might as well talk Either. about man. We might as well talk about Matt Stafford since we we're just talking about all his weapons right now. More more picks than touchdowns. Lewis has him right now. He is top ten in pass attempts, but right now he's QB twenty four. Brissett, Lawrence, uh, Daniel Jones, Carr, and Wentz all above him and available in our league. Is he droppable right now? I have him as droppable. Uh, Dave, what do you think? Uh,
0: right now, QB twenty four. So that puts him at the edge of. QB two range, almost QB three. Uh, I've had him in some other leagues and I dropped him in all those leagues. Um, It's just every game. You just think he's going to turn it on. And it's not even like uh, the Russell Wilson situation where at least he's QB 16 and he's had some good games. Matt Sabre has had no good games this year. So I think he's definitely, definitely droppable, which is hard to
2: say again.
1: Randy, he was your quarterback last year. Do you have hope for him to turn around?
2: I do. I I really think not only, if we kind of touch on it like maybe week one or like preseason when we talked about what was it Wentworth uh their, that offensive line is in shambles um I also think like with how bad he's been and how good Cooper Cup is is like kind of such an anomaly you know what I mean where Cup's like just he's setting he's on pace to break his record last year of his wide receiver stats and he's doing all that and Stanford is still not playable I think I think McVay's too good for something not to turn around there. But uh, maybe it's a get-right week. Who do they play this week? Uh, Who do they they play? uh, They they should play the the Panthers. So maybe it's a get-right week. It could
1: be. It could be. Um, speaking of getting right, I mean, talk about one of the best offenses in the league. Dawson Knox, who Semo owns right now, is tight end twenty-seven. People pegged him la- coming into this year as like a guaranteed top ten tight end. Right now, in four games, only twelve receptions on seventeen targets. Um, Randy, you're a big Buffalo guy. Dawson Knox, what do you do with him? Keep bull?
2: Yeah, I, I, I say keep bull because you're not going to get a tight end on. Uh, top three offense anywhere else. You know what I mean? I think he's going to figure it out. He's a little banged up. I think he will get right.
1: Dave, is there a trade market right now for tight ends?
2: Uh, I mean, there
0: kind of is, but a lot of people aren't valuing uh, valuing them as much as they should. Um, And right now, he's tight end 27, um, so I think he's droppable until he actually proves something. I don't think he's going to... I mean, someone might pick him up, but a lot, of, put, a lot of buys coming 20 up now, Dave. We've a buy season. This is true, but tight end 27 puts him in tight end 3 territory, which is not even benchable.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hold out a little bit of hope. I'm going to keep him. Um, but here's the thing last year. What what made him so good was the touchdowns. Not Not happening yet. So... Is he going to start? You know, scoring in the red zone—that's the key. Also, he's kind of a big play tight end. We'll have games where he goes like three for seventy. Um, so the big play potential is there, which is kind of rare for a tight end. But the question is, is he's going to find the end zone. Right now, has not found the end zone. So uh, it's something to monitor. I give him another week or so to see what happens. Speaking of tight ends, uh, Kyle Pitts right now. Matt Channel's keeper, tight end twenty three. What's scary right now is only forty-five percent catch rate on his targets, which is beyond terrible. Still, in twenty-one games, only one touchdown. Right now, if it was up to me, I would look to trade Kyle Pitts, Randy. Am I crazy?
2: I mean, I would too. But I mean, what kind of value are you gonna get from? Him? Like, what are you thinking? Maybe, maybe I like can like a fringe RB two three. Like, what are you gonna get?
1: I, w- I would think like a, a, a an RB2 th- slash three, and then maybe like a wide receiver three, just from the standpoint of like people think Pitts is good, and I think he's good too, but maybe like people will, will, will pay a little extra to get Pitts, especially if they're hurting a tight end, thinking he's going to turn around.
2: Uh, he's young. You would hope so.
0: I think if he didn't have his name, he would be dropped already. Um, I would say droppable, but. Since he is Kyle Pitts and he's young, and there's a lot of potential supposedly, we just haven't seen it this year. I think he's keepable. Uh, just to, again, oh, maybe stashable. Put him on your bench or keep him on your bench. But uh, last week, week he was out. This week, who knows? So uh, it's a tough break for for Channel with the keeper there.
1: Yes, it is. So again, you can't drop me, Kyle Pitts. We understand that, but I, I wouldn't look to trade him. But like you said, what the value is? It'd be interesting. Um, I know, like, you know, uh, Waldo needs a tight end because Waller uh, hurt his hammy. So there could be some market out there. Um, Let's talk Brandon Ayuk. He's a lace guy right now. He just traded for him, actually. Um, Right now, Ayuk, all reports out of training camp was Ayuk was, you know, looked great, was the guy. He's the the great number two behind Debo. He's going to be great. Right now, 27 targets through five games. Concerning is the 49ers are 28th in pass attempts, but big play potential, 13 uh, yards per catch. And he's averaging 20% of the team's targets. Dave, you had Ayuk, you traded him. What are your thoughts about him? Is he, you know, keepable, droppable, tradable? What are you thinking?
0: So obviously tradable for me because I did trade him. And my thought on that was, like you said, he was, you know, reports coming out of camp that he was going to be, you know, one of the better second receivers on a team. I just don't think that they throw enough in uh, in San Francisco for him to be viable. He might have those games where he catches a touchdown, gets thirteen to twenty two points, but I mean, each week he's like six, seven, eight, and that's just not a starting wide receiver I wanted in my lineup. Um, so I, I put him as tradable, obviously.
1: Right now, he's. Um outside the top twenty five tight ty- or wide receiver i think he i i don't know why i didn't put this but i think he's barely inside the top 50 as a receiver Randy
2: um yeah and like honestly uh, the only people people at offense you kind of really want i mean george kittle has been kind of terrible too is like either debo or jeff wilson so it's kind of i think it's very um very slow offense you could say very Uh, game manager-esque with Jimmy G, so I don't know if they can support that many weapons. Fair enough. Yeah, they're not a a suitable fantasy uh, team. They're good in the the real
0: NFL. uh, Fantasy, not a great uh, team to to own players on.
1: Fair enough. Speaking of... I forgot what Randy said. He said a buzzword that... uh, Oh, box office. You said... I don't know if you said box office. I don't know what you said. But anyway, Jamar Chase, box office. And the reason why he's even on here, because I'm looking at McCarthy's team, there's really no one else I could put on here that was interesting... Now, obviously, you're not going to drop Jamar Chase, but it's a little concerning. He's wide receiver thirteen, um, not living up to maybe the hype that you know everybody thought, even though he's wide receiver thirteen, which is, you know, pretty good. Um, I guess tradable would be the only possible thing. Obviously, keepable. But what would be the the trade package for Jamar Chase if he were to get traded?
0: Um, I think you're looking at least a RB one. Um or our wide receiver two and an RB like fringe RB one. Um, I think he definitely has a lot of value. I would obviously say keeper, but um, definitely not dropping him. He has had some games that, you know, were pretty mediocre. Uh, T Higgins has stole some of his thunder, but T Higgins was out last week. He, um, I don't know what he did last week though, but um, just not putting up the huge numbers like he did last year when he was rookie of the year uh, on offense. So, Uh, tradable, I guess right now, but I would want him on my team.
1: Um, here's my thing right now. He's only had one fantasy game over 15 points. Is that shocking to you? Yeah. So, I mean, he had one big week, I think week one, and then everything else has been mediocre. So, I mean, he's tradable. I know Mike's not going to trade him. And why would you when you're five and all, you don't need to, but the package could be interesting.
2: I also think it's like one of those things. If you're like a four and one team or three and two, and you're really haven't got anything from from Chase yet, like you're kind of like pretty pumped because then you know like it's going to happen. He's just too talented. Yeah. So it's like one of those things. Like, hey, if you if you m- miss the bullet so, thus far, and you, you're feeling great about your team,
1: yeah, the targets are insane. So it's hard to just trade away that type of volume, but. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if McCarthy's interested, or anybody with Chase would be interested if they got a good package. Uh, maybe the most disappointing player in the in fantasy has been Allen Robinson. To me, it's dropable. The next two,
2: the next two guys.
1: Yeah, it's not even close to me. Uh, the reason why it's not even close now, it's like I've seen enough now. Where twelve percent of the team targets only, he's only had one game over five fantasy points. He's wide receiver seventy six. To me, he's droppable. Dave, you have him. Do you plan on dropping him?
0: Uh, I think he's just gonna sit on my bench for right now. Um, he is definitely I would agree is droppable, but I traded him, I kinda got him as like a throw in with with Gallagher's trade uh when I got Montgomery. So I'm just keeping him as of right now. My wide receivers stink, so if there's any little bit of of hope there that he could be maybe a wide receiver three, um that's why I'm keeping him. So for right now I'm keeping him, but he definitely is droppable.
2: Um, yeah, I think that like, this is one of those, when we talk about the preseason hype and like, you really buy into a player, like, I don't want to hear out of camp, like this guy looks phenomenal ever again. You know what I mean? We hear this every year and they come in and they look terrible. It's true.
1: It's been, I mean, but it's like, he's not even getting looked at. I mean, is that because he's not open? Is he got no rapport with Stafford? I don't even know what's going on there. It's just, for me, five games, it's just been a nightmare. I, can't, I, can't, I mean, I can't believe it. I, I'm really shocked by it. I'm also shocked with Darnell Mooney, Ryan's guy right now. Um, 47% catch rate, which is god-awful. Um, to me, he's droppable. I wouldn't have said that maybe two weeks ago, but now I've seen enough to where like they just don't pass. And here's a stat for you. Through five games, the Bears have 88 pass attempts, which is dead last. The next closest... So thirty, the thirty-first team in terms of pass attempts, the Atlanta Falcons with a hundred and twenty-three. So you're talking about damn near forty less pass attempts than the next closest, which is insane to me.
0: Yeah, that's uh, like almost inexcusable for an NFL team. Although the last two weeks they have gone in the right direction. Uh, last week's game, they actually, uh, you know, Fields had his best game of the year. Uh, another great catch by Mooney. I think right now I wouldn't drop him. I think he's on the in the right going in the right direction. Um, so I think you just keep him. Um, again, just put him on your bench. I don't think he's droppable yet, but it's it's close um, if he has a few more really bad games. And it's I don't think it's his fault like it is uh, Allen Robinson. Um, I think Darnell Mooney is talented, but that offense is just terrible.
2: I would say I would say keepable just just because. He's at uh, least on paper wide receiver one in that offense. So, hope if he gets anything, he could potentially be a streamer at the, the uh, wide receiver three range for a fantasy team. I mean, like Dave's talked about, like it's gotten better the last two weeks, but if you're already on the floor, there's nowhere up to go but up. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
1: I mean, 88 pass, pass attempts through five games. Points. I mean, even if even if you're getting 30 percent of those targets, I mean, you're, you're I mean, you 30 targets and he's not getting that. But it's like, uh, it, I don't know, dude. I, the, the numbers do not look good. They're just so good at running the ball. It's like, why do you even pass the ball at this point? If I'm them, if I'm Eberflus, like I'm just pound Montgomery and, and Herbert. I mean, I don't really need to pass the ball that much.
0: Yeah, you don't, just, but I mean, as your professional NFL team, you can't just run the ball 80% of the time. Nah, you have to
1: figure something out. Okay, fair enough. Speaking of running the ball, who got a big target? who got lots of volume last year. Not so much this year, but Najee Harris, this is an Andy own right now. RB twenty-seven. Here's my thing. Fifteen targets through five games. He's on pace for about fifty. Last year had 94 targets. So you're almost talking about half his targets from the previous year. Obviously you're not dropping Najee, but to me he's tradable right now.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I would say tradable as well. Uh, I think I've seen enough out of him. I don't, I really think the foot injury is, is bothering him more than he's leading on. He's not getting the catches like you mentioned, which was one of the major uh, points of production for him last year. So I think it's time to try to trade him. Although you're not going to get what you want for him, which is unfortunate. Um, so in Andy's case, he doesn't—he's not very strong at wide. I'm sorry, at running back. So he's probably going to have to keep him. But I think he, um, he should be a tradable guy in he, most leagues.
1: He's got Carter and Mostert to go along with Zeke. I mean, it's not like he's—you know—yeah,
0: but Carter had one good week last week. I think the last three weeks he was pretty mediocre. So yeah, it's a lot of guys you can't rely on. And Mostert, you know, again, big week last last week. Um, he's had some, a few duds though this year. So neither of those guys, I'm,
2: I'm confident starting every single week. It's like, if you got like offered like a trade, like Ramonde, Ramondre Stevenson, straight up for Najee Harris, it, like you would take it right away.
0: You almost would have to, unfortunately, I know the names don't line up, but you almost would have to.
2: And I also go, going back to the Steelers, I've been saying for the last, like two to three years that I always felt like the, the floor was going to fall out on them. Like, I didn't think that we were a good team for the last two to three years. And then Tomlin always kept them in it where they're always fighting for the end to make a playoff spot. Like, is this finally the year that the Steelers are just finally bottom out?
0: Well, they started Mitch Trubisky this year. So I think so.
1: I mean, here's what I think. I think, I think Kenny Pickett, like, uh, I like that offense a lot better with Pickett than Trubisky. So who knows? That's just me. I mean, he threw for over 300 yards against, uh, against Buffalo. He did throw the ball 50 times, but well, they
2: were down the whole entire Well, game, Yeah. So but I'm saying game script for that. I the first just... play of the game was like 98 yards to the
1: house. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I like that offense better with Pickett, so maybe Najee picks it up a little bit. Speaking of picking it up, uh, this really isn't a segue, but Antonio Gibson right now uh, is seeing Brian Robinson come back in the backfield after uh, being shot. Many men. Many. many, 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 many men. Yeah. It's a messy backfield. Um, they obviously like Brian Robinson. Um, three straight weeks now, he's been outsnapped by JD McKissick. Right now, he's RB21, but fading fast. If you remember, he had that huge week one. Um, so fading fast here. Randy, what do you do with Antonio Gibson?
2: Trade him. Trade him all day. I just, there, there was a reason in preseason why he was on special teams. You don't even know what. That's what they think about him in the locker room. And for, um, why can't I think of, who's the head coach over there? Ron Revere. The what
1: would you say? Ron Rivera.
2: Ron Rivera comes out and he's like, hey, what's the difference between the, the other NFC East teams and your team? And he goes quarterback. Just straight up says it in the press conference, which is phenomenal. That, I think uh, the Wentz train is coming to yeah, a, but, a halt.
1: But really, yeah. though? I mean, Cooper Rush is not very good. Daniel Jones is... He's 5-0. Oh. No, 4-1. He's, he's a winner. Yeah, no, but I'm, is, is it really the quarterback's fault? That's my point. It's easy to blame that, but... I mean, it's not like the NFC. And Adrian Hurts has been great, but it's not like you know, two of the other three teams. It's not like their quarterbacks are lighting the world on fire.
0: I guess. I mean, I I just don't understand why they hate him so much. Uh, we were talking about this at Randy's on Sunday. I mean, the guy's a good receiver when they give him the 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 options to to catch the ball. But uh, JD McKissick stealing a lot of those receptions from him. Uh, now Robinson coming back, he's probably going to lose goal line carries and most of the work. So. I just don't understand what the issue is in Washington with him, um, but I definitely would say tradable as well.
1: I would and love to. Yeah, I would like love to. get it's s- traded in real life. Yeah, I was just, Dave, I was just about to say that. Like to me, like if, what Dave, what's up with Damian Harris? If he has like a bad hammy, like I feel like that would kind of make some sense in New England. Him and Ramondre. yeah
0: a real good fit.
1: Just it kind of makes, it makes a little sense, but I think trade, I, I want him to get traded in real life because I've seen him dominate. I've seen him have huge games. Like he's capable. Like I don't understand what's going on. <sighs> now I think nice. a guy. Oh nice my it Would
0: be uh, Arizona too if. Uh, oh. If. Connor's going to be injured, so.
1: True. Um, I think a guy that people thought was going to have a big year just hasn't 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 you know happened yet. Juju Smith Schuster, who's Gallagher's guy right now, wide receiver fifty. Um, there is some hope, still second on, on the Chiefs in terms of snap count. Uh, 54% catch rate, so him and Mahomes are not on the same page. Right now, to me, I think he's droppable, but that's just me. Randy, You do you like Juju? What's going on with him?
2: I just think, like, just being able to watch Mahomes every game, and I think not having Tyreek Hill where he just can spread the ball. Ever, hit Like him... Juju Hard Hardman, like fuck, MBS. like they're all the same guy to me. That's
1: Sky Moore was getting it's some kick.
2: It's Kelsey or no one. That's it. So I mean, he's not droppable. He's, uh, I, I would just stash him. Just hopefully he gets game. But the thing is, he, he really doesn't run like uh, long routes. He's just a guy kind of over the middle. So he, you really, he's really touchdown dependent to me.
0: Yeah, I I, I think you. He's a keepable. Um, obviously I traded him. Uh, he's just, they're they're not going to write, uh, offensive scripts for him. They're not going to make him a focal point in that offense. Mahomes has already said it's a new guy every week. He doesn't have to focus on, on Tyreek Hill and, uh, Kelsey. So it's just the open guy that he's going to hit. So MVS had a good game yesterday. Juju had a mediocre game yesterday. Uh, Juju had a decent game two weeks ago. So, I mean, I think you could still keep him on your bench, but, um, he's not the guy that everybody thought he was going to be again in preseason. You know, saying that he's gonna be the number one there.
1: Fair enough. All right. Um, we've covered it. well at least one person from every team, so I hope hope people in the lounge, you know, and, and also people that aren't in or not in the lounge, aren't in our league, could get some value out of this segment. Um, but really, the, when we're talking value, we gotta talk deep sea divers because this is where the nuts and the bolts of winning a fantasy season comes into play. By listening to deep sea divers. So, grab your scuba gear, get the flippers, we're going deep-sea diving. I'm going to start it off here. Old reliable Marvin Jones, right now 5% owned. Um, Weeks 3 and 5 had big weeks. If you take those two weeks, you're talking about 15 points on average. He's putting up, week 4 was a dud, we'll throw that one out. Uh, 4 to 5 weeks right now, 80% of the snaps. Him and Lawrence last year had a good relationship. I think that's starting to build a little bit more. Christian Kirk was the, you know, the the new thing, the new toy that you wanted to play with, but all of a sudden that loses its luster. Let's go to old reliable Marvin Jones. Last week, eleven targets. I think he's someone that you could comfortably stash, and I think he's going to have a, you know, a pretty good rest of the season if he's healthy.
0: Uh, I think everybody's got that one guy that when you play him, he goes off on your team. And then that's Marvin Jones for me. Every year I play uh, against Marvin Jones, I think he has like his best game of the year. So if you're playing against me, uh, I would I would advise picking him up. Uh, but the guy's just a professional, you know. Every year he's he's pretty consistent. Um, so I like that pick, Mike.
1: All right, now Dave, you liked you like the guy in Arizona's backfield who's getting some pub right now.
0: Well, so I got three running backs. Uh, since you said I put down too many people here, Mike. Uh, I got Eno Benjamin, he's 13% owned. Joshua Kelly, who was the backup in uh, L.A., 2% owned, and Jalen Warren, who was 8% owned, who was the backup to um, Najee Najee. Harris. So uh, we were just talking about Najee Harris and how disappointing he's been. Uh, Eno Benjamin came in last week, scored a touchdown, scored 14.3 points. Uh, He also is the reception guy, too, so he's going to get some catches. And a uh, running back desert right now that's a good guy to just put on your bench same thing with joshua kelly came in last week 10 carries 49 yards and a touchdown added a few catches and then jalen warren also four receptions for 39 yards last week um so all these guys i think should be on people's rosters just sitting on the bench uh any of these guys go down with injury they they should be starters i'm moving forward
1: okay uh, now i'm gonna get one that's a pretty deep dive here and i haven't given one yet but this is my deepest of dives i'm digging for treasure here Tight end position right now is pretty scarce, as we know. Um, I'm going to give you a name here, Cade Otten. Do anybody know, Randy? Do you know who he plays? Do you know who he plays for, Randy?
2: Why you ask me? I have no idea. I'm looking Buffalo.
1: at Buffalo. Not Buffalo. No. Cade uh, Otten. Buccaneers. He plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last week, seven targets, six receptions for 43 yards. He played 94 percent of the snaps. Here's a guy, Cameron Brady. I think, had a concussion. He didn't play last week. Here's a guy that teams aren't going to scheme for. Here's a guy that's, like, on the bottom of the depth chart in terms of guys that you're worried about. You got Mike Evans. You got Godwin. You got Fournette. You got Russell Gage. You got Scottie Miller. Kate Otten? Who? Here's my thing. Brady, I I watched his snaps from uh, last week. He was kind of like a dink and dunk guy, but... Brady seems to like him. He trusts him. Here's a guy that you could stash or pick up and just see what happens this week. I'm not saying start him. If you need to start someone, maybe you do. It's a gamble. But here's a guy that he could potentially have some production down the road.
0: Well, again, talking about tight ends, there's not a lot out there, so uh, just a safe bench play um, if you can get him.
1: How about that deep sea dive? What do we think? Was that deep, my, is that is, deep, that is that is that worth the price of admission? Oh, man I think I so. would love to see you start up. <laughs> Why well, I, I already started Isaiah likely so I mean you <laughs> good start All All right. Now, let's go ahead. Let's hit the mortgage payment and I will say this Randy, you know, you you were very inebriated on Sunday. You had a couple of uh, two tree pops. But I will say, looking at your betting card uh, that you that you bet last Sunday, I was impressed by it. So the listeners, get your ears clean out your ears a little bit because the the commission got something for you.
2: Well, I mean, if you've been listening to the pod the last two weeks, I've been five or six.
1: Well, five so and one. Say be... five and one, not five like
2: five out of six. Yeah, but five, s- six. five
1: and one's like that's like that's what you say, five and one.
2: All right, um, yeah, all right, uh, five and one, Mike. You want to break down that <laughs> the, that winning percentage? Um, and then I was uh, 4-0 and on the, the 12 o'clock games. I just want to throw that out there. But we're talking about the mortgage payment. First, no. we're going to do no. a little... Just,
1: just for the record, game. Randy, you are betting these bets, correct?
2: That is correct, sir. Thanks for calling me out. Uh, I this is see. the bet I already got in for tomorrow. I kind of liked it. Um... Got a mortgage payment. Let's call up the cell phone for a little Thursday night action on Amazon. Hopefully, it'll be on a local TV station as well. It should be right since it's a local home game for the Bears. I like Fields, Anytime TD. Bears plus 3.5 and, and under 47.5 for a total of plus 500. Okay. I think, I think Fields rushes for a touchdown. So, that's a parlay. That's a parlay, Mikey. Okay.
1: Copy that.
0: That's a, that's a tough one. He's got to get in the end zone, but... Uh, he has been rushing the ball pretty well.
2: Yeah. Um, next, we got the car payment. Um, going back to the well with this team that's been play, kind of been putting up two duds the last two weeks, but I like them on the road. I like the Jags plus two and a half at Indy. I think the, I think the Jags won that game straight outright.
1: Okay, just because you just you don't you don't like the Colts.
2: I don't <laughs> like. So. Yeah, just because I don't like the Colts. Okay, fair and, enough. Yeah. And we don't know what JT is either. And we saw the Colts last week. The Colts were absolutely huh. terrible. I thought Matt Ryan was going to retire at halftime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and last but not least, I just got a three-team parlay, just money line. Just, I, I just like these games. Comes out the plus 106. So Packers, I think Packers getting right, get a win this week. Bucks and the Rams.
0: You want to give us who they're playing or are you just going to throw okay. out? Jesus Christ, Randy.
2: Well, all
0: you need to do is put the bets
2: in, Dave. But uh, Rams are on the road at Panthers. I just I like that that win. Um, Moving on, hang on. Sorry, let me look real quick for you, Davey. Um, I think. Yeah, then we got. Go
1: ahead.
2: I'm sorry. Packers are at home against the Jets. And the Bucks are on the road against the Steelers. Okay. okay. Now I, I I understand your
0: bet, why you're why you're going with those. Thank you, Randy. For plus one and six. And Rams are at home minus hey. ten
1: and a half against the Panthers. Hey, way to go on a limb on those, uh, Randy. Way to take, way to take. Well, you're, uh,
2: you're in you're in plus money right there, uh, Mikey. So why not?
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying. Double I'm your saying.
2: money
1: up. Uh, I don't
0: know about the first two. I think well, maybe the Jags, but uh, that first one's
2: tough getting that field to touchdown. But we'll see, Randy. You the, J- the, JX you the JX have had Indy's number. The have had Indy's number last couple of years. Fair five enough. and one. Fair uh, enough. Five out of six. All
1: right. All right. Now, again, like I feel good about this uh, this segment. I think Dave's eventually going to hit. I saw a tweet a tweet uh, where a guy hit like the top prize. He won like over a million dollars. Why can't that be you, Dave? Why not you this week?
0: Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, it wasn't me last week, because uh, <laughs> I was going to let you guys know what the score was from last week, but I started to add them up, and I think it would have been under 100. There was multiple guys with uh, under five points and one guy with zero, so we I'm going to talk about last week's uh, uh, Daily Dave it was terrible. So this week, we'll see what we can do. Uh, we go in with quarterback Mr. Reliable Patrick Mahomes at $8,600. He's playing against Buffalo. Although Buffalo is the second-hardest team uh, for quarterbacks in daily, if you remember the game from last year, it was an absolute shootout, so that's what I'm hoping for this year. I think there could be a lot of points, and I think Patrick Mahomes is basically uh, matchup-proof. So uh, averaging 25.5 points, averages 300 yards, two-and-a-half touchdowns in his career against the Bills. Uh, He's only played four games, but he's only thrown two two interceptions as well, so I think he's pretty safe at your quarterback position. Uh, then we're going to some running backs uh, that you probably would, wouldn't have uh, other than uh, last week since there's some injuries. Uh, Kenneth Walker is $6,500 against Arizona. Uh, he's only averaging 6.25 points, but now with Penny's injury, uh, he's going to be the guy there. Uh, once he went in the game, he had eight uh, attempts for 88 yards and a touchdown last week. So I think that's a pretty safe play moving forward. Uh, we touched on Eno Benjamin. If Connor doesn't play, I think this is a good value uh, pick at $6,300. Uh, versus Seattle um, Last week again, he had you know a few receptions Put up some decent numbers uh, Spent the most money on this wide receiver Cooper Cup, Mr. Automatic There's really nothing to say about him He averages 21.5 points per game Which is like a qu- another quarterback in your lineup But he's going to cost you uh, Then we're going to Gabe Davis uh, Mike's guy from last week Had a huge breakout game 30.6 points uh, Going against KC, so like I mentioned I'm hoping that's going to be a shootout He's only $6,900 as well and then we have my value pick of the week. We're going with DJ Moore. Uh, I know he's been terrible. I know I've brought him up a few times already uh, this year in Daily Dave's, but he's only $5,700. He's going against the Rams, uh, one of the worst pass defenses in the league. I uh, think Sam Darnold's back. Maybe Walker. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker, Is back they've... He averages in his career 10 targets, 6 receptions, and 71 yards per game. So pretty good numbers if Darnold ends up starting uh, for you. With Baker, only seven targets, three receptions, and thirty-nine games in those uh, thirty thirty-nine yards. I'm sorry, in the first five games of this season. So, uh, Zach Ertz, six thousand at your tight end position, uh, going against Seattle. Seattle is the worst defense uh, against tight ends, and it's Mister One Catch per eight yards, like Mike likes to say. Uh, but he does that a lot throughout the game. Um, so, I think that's a safe play this week. Then we have our flex position, another pretty much no-name guy, uh, Darius Slayton. Uh, finally, is healthy. Came back last week. Had seven targets on that New York Giants team that desperately needs a wide receiver. Seven targets, six receptions, and sixty. Uh, I'm sorry, seventy-nine yards. Um, and Baltimore is thirtieth against wide receivers, so I think that's a pretty safe, cheap play for you. And then we have Tampa Bay. So uh, Randy already put him in his mortgage payment. Uh, Tampa Bay going against Pittsburgh. They're five thousand dollars. They average ten point four points going against a rookie corp, uh, quarterback. Last week they had five sacks, so they should get you some point, points at your uh, your defensive position. Um, um, so that's this week's Daily Dave.
1: Daily Dave. Um, Darius Slayton, possible deep-sea diver we did not touch on. Yep. Huh?
0: He's still available.
1: All right. Now we are at the 45-minute mark, so we got time here to do a little two-minute drill, and then we will be getting out of here. Let me pull it up. <clears throat> All right. You guys ready for a little two-minute drill? Let's do it. All right. Who gonna start with? Hang on. Who we gonna start I, with? I got it up here already. You see? Look we'll at the screen, Randy. You got yeah. Just, uh, that thing in front of your face. All right, and away we go. All right, uh, Mikey Mack versus Simo. Simo Devonte Adams on a buy. Uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna say me, just because I'm feeling good.
0: Well, Mike, uh, I mean, you haven't changed out your running back yet, so you don't really have a good projection. Uh, Simo's projected 124 points. Like you're on a run, I'm gonna go with you, Mike, on this one. Oh wow! I don't know why?
1: Well, there we go. I, I like Mike. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. I, I mean, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think Simo's going to win, but we'll see. All right. Uh com- oh wait, this is see it's going to week 5. I want to see week 6 here. This is throwing me off. All right. Komis versus Waldo, 1 and 4 versus 4 and 1. Uh Waldo's projections are real low, but uh, he has no one starting at quarterback. No Carlson either and then no Waller, which is hurt. I think Randy gets right here. I know Dave talked about the Mahomes thing. Yeah. I'll take I'll take uh Randy this week.
0: Uh I think it really depends on if, if Taylor's back for Randy. Conklin last week put up a stinker and get a zero. Um I can't really again, guys, set your lineup so we can do this properly. Uh, Waldo really doesn't have half his lineup in. Uh I'm gonna go Waldo though. I like
2: his wide receivers. I might start TJ Moore as well. Like,
1: I don't know who's go. gonna I wonder who's gonna pick up at I wonder who he's gonna pick up at um quarterback quarterback. That should be interesting. All right, uh, Bonda Brothers versus the Sun God. Lewis's team's getting hot here. Gino, he found some in Geno Smith. Um, uh, Channel, A.J. Brown's been like heck, Jekyll and Hyde. I think he probably has a good week. Can you trust Terry McLaurin? I don't know on Thursday. No Damian Pierce, which is kind of a big deal. Give me give me Lewis's team because he's finally a stride. Uh, yeah, I mean, Lewis put up, I think,
0: 180 points last week. Um I think I gotta go Lewis. Uh he's got Kelsey, he's got Mari Cooper had a good game. Geno Smith is having the a career year. Um so I'm gonna go with Lewis on this one.
2: I like Lewis as well. I think DK is a big game. He always eats against Arizona and Geno's been fucking up fire. Um it all I think it all comes down to what uh, what Hertz does. If Hurts pops off, um I think McLaren's like wide receiver forty. I think it's just a name now. But uh, I think I think Lewis gets right. I think uh, Yahoo's going to be right like we went over last week, Dave.
1: E- Eckler yeah. is Echler is um, running back one. So he does have running back one. My thing is, is like Denver pretty stout defensively. I wonder if Eckler has a big game. Um, okay, so I'm going to go with Lewis. All three go with Lewis there. Uh, McCarthy, the team that can't be beat, versus Andy. Andy's falling on some tough times. Um, I'm trying to trade. He's got most in the starting lineup. I just think, I mean, McCarthy seems is unbeatable at this point.
0: Yeah, uh, there's nothing to talk about McCarthy. uh, Like I said, I'm going to pick him until he loses. And Andy is definitely hard to trade with. Uh, It's like talking to a wall. He just loves every player on his team. So I'm going McCarthy on this one.
2: Yeah, I don't think you you see very often a guy projected at 157. That just – and then Tyreek Hill was in a walking boot after the game. He says he should be all right to play this week, but it's something to monitor. I'm going to –
1: and Good old Nash McCarthy. Yeah, and what's going on with the quarterback situation? I'm assuming two is back, but if not, you're going to have whatever that guy was. Swanson, what was that guy that came in? I don't know. I yeah, forget-
2: Bridgewater might be back.
1: Yeah, Bridgewater might be back. I don't know. All right, going down with the ship, Lath had a tough loss versus Stubin. Um, there might be a trade in the works between me and Lath. We'll see. I also want Kenneth uh, Kenneth Walker from Lewis, but he's we we're, we were kind of at an impulse. Um, I don't think Lath's going to end up starting Ayuk. Um, I don't know. I kind of like Brady at Pittsburgh. I don't know. I think maybe Lath gets right here. It depends what happens with T Higgins. Are you going to start T Higgins, Dave?
0: Uh, I got to see. I mean, right now, I just put him in for their projections, so uh, it looks good. But, uh, yeah, I might have a rough week at uh, wide receiver, although Rondell Moore and Michael Gallup are on the up and up. So uh, And maybe Kamara stays hot. Montgomery looked good. So I'm going to pick myself. I'm, I got to get back, get back to three and three.
2: Uh, Craziest thing, I think I like uh, late in the situation. Uh, Hollywood Brown, the last three weeks, a twenty-eight, twenty, and a twenty-one. He's got to be like wide receiver two or three.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: with those kind of stats, you gotta love to see that. The guy's getting a ton of volume work. It might be last week they gets all that volume with Hopkins coming back. Um, it, it depends if Godwin's healthy. What you get out of a uke. Um I
1: don't I know think if he starts Ayuk. I don't know if he's gonna start him. But
2: what
1: we got? I don't know. Maybe waiver. I don't know. He doesn't have anybody, so true, it's got to be True, <laughs> true. I mean, he's going to make a move. Yeah. Uh, no curse Samuel Thursday night, huh, I'm assuming?
0: Well, I just hate Thursday night uh, games, and I think uh, isn't Wentz out, if I'm not mistaken. Is he really? Uh, oh, he is. Oh, is he? Okay. I didn't know that. Um, I just uh, I don't like where he's going right now, and I, I like Gallup and Rondell Moore a little bit more as far as their upside.
1: Fair enough. Last game, maybe the most disrespected 4-1 team. No one's talking about it, but Ryan, 4-1. Taking on what people think. I still think Gallagher's team is pretty loaded. Um, I mean, we have to start taking Ryan's team very seriously because he is putting up numbers. Now, Alave, I doubt's going to play. He was knocked into a different dimension, so I don't think he's going to be able to start Alave, Um, who's been really good. My guess is he probably... I don't know. There's no way he's gonna start Mooney. I would think not. So he's got to do something at he's gotta do something at receiver. I think I like Gallagher this week, um, from the standpoint of I think Jefferson Herbert, Keenan, I think Keenan Allen coming back if he plays. I think that's a good that's a good thing for Gallagher.
0: Yeah, I think this is probably the game of the week. They're pretty closely uh, uh, pretty close projections here. One twenty seven to one thirty five. Uh, again, though, Gallagher does have Juju Smith-Schuster starting right now. Keenan Allen's coming back from injury, possibly. Um, Edwards-Alaire's been on fire. McCaffrey's been pretty good. But, you know, the change with the new coach, we'll have to see there. Uh, Ryan, yeah, you got Kirk. You got, oh, uh, you know, Kirk hasn't really done anything in two weeks. Olave, you said, is going to have to come out. So Mooney
2: might be the start there. Um, I think I'm going to go with Gallagher. I'm going to go with Gallagher as well. I think the game depends really what you get from Singletary, from Rye.
1: Okay, there you go. Well, I mean, 52-minute mark. uh, We got through a lot of content today and some good numbers. We threw out some things that people could chew on to kind of get them going, get them prepared for week six.
0: Well, that's that's what the people want, so we just keep giving them mediocre advice uh, each
2: week. Uh, What's the podcast together on the season? Uh, I am two and three. <laughs> so we have four. We have combined
0: four wins for three guys. That's
1: Four and eleven, I think. Right.
0: So keep listening to us, and you'll be going in the right direction in your fantasy league. I guess.
1: If I if I can somehow beat Simo this week, I'm I, I I'm, st- I'm I think I'm starting to hit my stride. If I beat Simo this week.
0: I don't like to get overconfident because I thought I was gonna have a good game last week and I only put up 109 points. So, uh, you know, fantasy is what it is. We'll at, least broke, at least you broke 100, Dave. Yeah, that's always, uh, that's always the goal, but I need to
1: get some wins. Maybe right. the best thing about week five was Randy texting me in the side group chat, like how he has a chance to, to win because Mahomes is going with, off. I
2: was within three points, and then as I then, I didn't, I don't even think
1: I pressed 10 yet. He <laughs> threw a 60 yard bomb to fucking Devonta.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, you mushed yourself.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was hilarious. But, um. Yeah.
0: I think it was literally two minutes after he throws a, an absolute dime on the run, <laughs> moving up in the pocket to, to Devontae Adams. I'm just saying, Mike Evans got suspended. Devontae should be suspended. Oh, I think he is going to get suspended and fined. Uh, but they're on a bye next week, so he might be up for two weeks, which sucks for for uh, Simo.
1: True. All right. Well, hey, fun lounge today. We, I thought we all brought it. And uh, like I said, some good content.
2: Absolutely, Mike. It's always good to be back in the lounge with the boys.
1: Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
2: it's always it's always good to have you here. Uh, you know, uh, hey, great turnout the by the way. Forward. I want to say thanks to everyone
0: coming out for the commission's birthday. And good time, real good time.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I got
0: pretty drunk off those uh, apple pie shots. Thanks, channel. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> good to see you out there, Mike. Too. I'm I'm glad you
1: put your pride. Oh, me, me, and Randy, buried, we buried the hatchet on on uh, on Saturday, or yeah, it was it Saturday? We buried the hatchet formally. So, I'm, I moved on from it, and maybe that helped me uh, in my week for fantasy. You know. I was too angry. I was holding on to too much anger.
2: Love it. Love yeah. it, dude. It's good for your health.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and remember, though, it's never too late to come relax to the lounge. Take care, y'all.
2: night, boys.
0: Jeff Fisher.